Welcome back to the Free by Design podcast. I'm your host, Evan Williams, and this is episode 31. Today's episode is a follow-up to last week's episode, where I was discussing minimalist pre-retirement planning, and that's a play on retirement planning. The difference is that minimalist pre-retirement planning is more alternative and less conventional. It's a different way of looking at retirement, and um, it all revolves around a common theme that I discuss a lot on this podcast. It's the theme of just looking at things differently, looking at things from a different perspective, and doing doing things unconventionally. So that approach applies to so many different things, and retirement planning is certainly one of them. So with the caveat of it's it's really it's really fortunate if we find ourselves in a in a, a spot where we're able to save it's it takes a lot of hard work to get to that that point and i i definitely have that in mind i i keep that in mind and then in addition it's even more um of of a fortunate position that we find ourselves in where we can save for our futures so i did discuss this in a prior episode, not the one that um, I just released last week, but uh, a couple weeks prior to that, the episode is called Extreme Financial Management, and I go over a lot of different topics of financial management, and, and one big one being expense management. And that really is a cornerstone to getting to a spot and a place where you you free up your your finances in a way and you free yourself up so that you can actually start doing things like this uh, and in a way where you're not actually just burning yourself out by working multiple multiple jobs um, to be to get to a spot where you can save the idea is reducing the way you live in a way so reducing your financial commitments and just real quick it's you know cutting expenses extremely where 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 everywhere that it's is feasible it's getting rid of debt it's living within your means and it, it that looks different for everybody i'm a 35 or uh, 34 year old um <laughs> i don't know my age mainly because tomorrow um I actually turned 35, so... <laughs> but anyway, I'm a 34-year-old single uh, guy, and that's much different than somebody that is, say, older with a, a full family, um, or someone that has a, uh, a partner. Um, so it looks different for everybody. So you just have to keep that in mind and make the adjustments to your life as they are suitable for your for who you are in your situation. 
before before I get into more of the topics on the minimalist pretirement planning, since last week I I realized that I was leaving off quite a bit that I wanted to discuss. Um, but before I get into that, I just wanted to say, um, I think it's really important that we have compassion for each other. And we're all flawed, but we're all really trying our best. So make it a point to support each other and give others well-deserved compassion. I think it's just something that came up just now in my head because of discussing finances. It's it really is different for everybody and it's really important to to show that compassion um, particularly when it comes to finances particularly when it comes to um, people's personal lifestyle decisions so definitely keep that in mind so with that with that now said um, I'm gonna get into some of the points that I wanted to discuss the points that I missed last week so, the whole point of this alternative and unconventional approach to retirement planning is re redefining the story and moving the goalposts. You can do that, and you should do that, because there's almost like a, a set template that everyone uses when it comes to this and it really shouldn't be like that because as I said we're all so different and unique and a lot of us just go along really blindly with these predefined societal norms and expectations these templates that we feel like we need to fit ourselves into and particularly for retirement planning everyone's expenses are different so keep that in mind and certainly take the approach of, of redefining the story because that will make this so much less overwhelming. It doesn't need to be our story, these predefined societal norms. We're also unique and different and trying to fit each person into this one set form, this one set mold is just illogical. It's not feasible. So we need to do it differently. We don't need to, what's been done in the past, trudge along this beaten down path that's, that's uh, just been followed by so many people before us. So let's reinvent things. Let's question these norms and let's redefine the story of retirement planning and everything else. So in the end, minimalist pretirement planning is, is all about time. Really, if you think about it, it's about money. But what money is about is about time. Before there was money, there was bartering. And what that is is an exchange of services. If somebody has a product, then they they spent time to make that product. And then I would say I provide a service. Then I would provide a service to acquire that product. The creation of money made things a lot easier in a lot of ways, but it also made things really complex and difficult. So instead of someone that is really specialized in one thing, if they are having trouble providing that service or that product in a bartering 
um, situation, then they could just make money, and then that money can be used across the board. So it's it's um, it levels the playing field. So in that way, it's really good, but it really takes the the true at uh, the true dynamic of bartering out of the picture. So the true di- the, the the true underlying definition of what money is 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 just time spent. So it's hard to see that because it's being physically manifested in a piece of paper, in money, in cash. And by doing that, we remove, we disassociate what actually went into it. And that was our time and our effort. So if we try to keep that in mind with everything, so anything that we purchase or decide to bring into our lives, if we, instead of thinking, oh, it's $20, think how much time it actually is, because time is our most valuable asset. And in the end, that is personally what I'm looking for. And I'm, I'm redefining what money means and what retirement means for me. So what that means for me is just spending, having more time to spend on things that I want to spend my time on. So that would be passions. And and also giving back. I, I really derive a lot of joy from being involved in the community. And I, I, I really want to try to barter more for the reasons that I said already, but also because it makes the exchange of goods and services more personal. And I'd really like to get a better understanding from that. I think there's a lot to learn there. And I think there's a lot of social good and and uh, community building there. And we have really gotten away from that and disassociated ourselves and um, really just kind of obscured things when it comes to that with all, with money taking precedent. So expense management can be used to really simplify your life. Now, it can also be used to simplify your your life in retirement. So ultimately, you won't need as much as you think if currently and in the future, if you apply expense management, extreme expense management, if you really push yourself to cut back and pare back things that, you know, maybe they're nice to have, but they aren't necessary. Get rid of it. See, even if you just do it as a test, get rid of it for a month and see how you feel. The second episode, the follow-up to the extreme expense management episode, when I actually revealed the results of a month-long test when I really pared back my spending. I was just as happy paring back my spending as I was when I was spending without really considering so much. A big thing that I cut out was coffee and restaurants. And, you know, I ended up just spending less, but spending time, like, at friends' houses or 
just together um, on the street, hanging out, or in a park. And I, I ended up being so much happier. Or just as happy. So keep that in mind and and try it. It doesn't need to be permanent. It could just be for a little bit of time. Or you might actually find out that you really don't miss something that you cut out. So just give it a go and see how, how it feels. See how it suits you. And the point with that is... If you you get into a habit of not needing so much now, it'll be so much easier later to live without it. And if you do that, you've redefined the story. You won't need as much to retire. At the moment, so many people talk about retirement, and they have these lofty goals of like hundreds of thousands of dollars that they need to be saving up, sometimes millions. And it's it's crazy. You don't need all of these frivolous and excessive things to to be happy in life. And I know the argument could be made that there's a security aspect to it, of not knowing what's going, going to happen in the future. I have two things to say about that. If we... So... Whenever I make a decision that's fear-based, it never results in good outcomes. To me, if I consider that in the future, if I'm still alive and I get to retirement age, um, that it's going to be the worst-case scenario, then I'm going to make poor decisions now based on that. And that would look like, say, I have limited uh, ability to make money in my older age, and I have exorbitant expenses based because of, say, health issues. So that is very feasible. Um, that That is something that, that could possibly happen. But what if I approach this with a positive attitude? What if I think... I'm going to be spry still, and I'm going to be able to make money. I'm still going to be in good good condition to hold a job. And I'm not going to have too many health issues, and as a result, health expenses. Well, that changes the whole story. Again, we're redefining the story. I would require a lot less money now, and I won't need to dedicate so much time and effort to preparing for future insecurity that might not ever happen. So the reason why I say I, that I'm able to work when I get older, and I know if you're saying retirement, then you're not working. Well, no, actually I see it as I'm working towards finding and involving myself in pursuits and really just me putting forth effort in the fields that I'm passionate about. So if I redefine the story of how much money I need to retire, uh, how much I need to work, how much time and effort I need to dedicate towards getting to a place where I can just do nothing and be retired, like the conventional thought of what retirement is, then I'm freeing myself up now because I don't need to work so hard to 
make this exorbitant amount of savings. Then, because I have extra time on my hands, I can dedicate that to volunteering, getting involved in the community, and pursuing my passions. So if I'm volunteering in a field that I'm really passionate about, so I keep talking about wanting to learn more about plants and trees, if I volunteer and I'm, I don't know, maintaining trails, and I end up really falling in love with that, for example, and eventually I, I get enough experience to where I can actually make money doing that, then perhaps that's something that I will want to do. And it's something that I'll be passionate about. And it's something that I won't mind working late into my life doing because it brings me joy. Redefining the story. Again, that's what we're doing. So the other point on being physically able to work later in our lives is around what we can do now to ensure that we are moving our bodies, that we're exercising, that we're uh, having low stress, and we are happy, and we're, we're eating well. If So I have a, a computer job, and I spend long Time, long uh, amounts of time actually just sitting down and working on the computer. It's bad on my eyes, it's bad on my back, it's bad on my body. I'm very sedentary, unfortunately. Um, a lot of times there's it's stressful situations. Um, unfortunately, recently I was working uh, 10 to 15 hours a day uh, because it was a busy period. So there was, there was stress, there was lack of body movement and exercise. There wasn't a lot of time for uh, doing things that I love that make me happy, pursuing my passions. As a result, if I continue doing that, then that has a toll. It takes a toll on yourself, on your body. And if you do that for so long, if you don't address those issues, then it will impact your ability, your physical ability to really do anything later in life, let alone work and continue to work. I, I would, I said before on a prior episode that in a prior job that I had, it was so stressful that I started to physically see signs of the stress uh, coming out. There were uh, panic attacks that I never used to have that I started, I started seeing. So it's really important that you are in tune with yourself, your body, and you know and you see when these things happen. And you proactively, well, it wouldn't be proactively, <laughs> but you actively change your situation so that you are setting yourself up to have a good whole life when you get into your older years. I mean, what's the point if you, you do all of this work to get ready for retirement, and then you're in just awful health because of all of that work. It, I mean, yeah, we need to work hard, but we need to also look after ourselves. And working to maintain an excessive lifestyle is just wasteful. It requires a lot of debt and more work, more of your time and effort. And when you have debt, you're, you're controlled. You just... You're stuck in a hamster wheel at that point. 
And you have to at that point. You have to. You're tied to it. So what I try to do is channel my effort and my energy into more positive pursuits. And at the same time, simplifying my life. I end up having more time to focus. More time just for clarity. And more time to understand what makes me happy. And, and as a result, what I need to do to surround myself with that. And to find my passions. So retirement is a fear-based decision. What I actually fear most is the opportunity cost. The risk that I misuse the time that I currently have. And the cost of choosing to spend my time now out of fear on the possibility of future insert insecurities. That's an important I think that's a really important idea and concept. It's really important that we we don't make decisions out of fear. So I'm not saying to completely throw future planning out the window. That is certainly not a good approach. We need to have a healthy balance of of planning for future things that, that could possibly happen. Like I said, it's possible that I have medical issues that, that require a lot of, uh, you know, spending and, and expenses. So it's good to plan just in case, but it can't be the only deciding factor. It can't be the only thing that determines what is being done today. So just don't let it be that major determining factor. Uh, of how your current time is being spent. That's really important. You have that time now, and time, as I said, is the most valuable thing that we have. Minimizing expenses is a way to solve both issues. It lowers your overall future requirements, and as a result, it reimburses back to you your precious time, your current time. So... I guess how I would leave this episode is is really just think about these things. You know, like, I spend a lot of time thinking. Thinking about a whole bunch of different things, and, and this topic in particular. And it's important to do that now, when we're younger. And really, anytime, even if, if you're in retirement, or you're approaching retirement, really close to retirement... Think about these things. It's never too late. If you're younger, if you're in your 20s, just definitely start thinking about it because the sooner you start on a path like this, the better the out, the, the outcome and the results. I, I honestly wish I got into the way I'm living now much earlier. I'd I must have, I think I started like around 27 or so, 28. So it's never too early either. So just con continue to think and consider these things and think unconventionally. It doesn't need to follow a template. We don't need to stay on the same path that's been laid out for us because it might not be right for us. As always, keep cutting the noise and make room for what is essential. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then please follow or subscribe to my podcast. Please also comment or leave a review. 
You can also follow me on Instagram under Free by Design channel.